Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome back to How Rude, Tanneritos. Now, you're used to our girl talk every week on this podcast, but this week, we're taking girl talk to a whole new level. Our guest today has had a huge impact on the landscape of 90s television, playing the quintessential 90s bad girl that you just love to hate. As the character of Gia Mahan, she introduced Stephanie to cigarettes and crop tops, and she perfected the art of the resting bitch face. She was the bass player in our band Girl Talk on both Full and Fuller House. So clearly, we saw the sign that it was time we have her on the podcast. Please welcome our dear friend, Marla Sokoloff. Hi. Marla. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Just so you know, we kind of just jump into our interviews. So don't, uh, we're we're like, don't expect anything. so so here we, we are. We're yeah, we're not very here. formal. I, I think we failed to inform so, Gary of that last time. We were just talking. He's like, what is happening? We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By he's the like, way, when are you going to start the right, interview? We started the interview. Um, Interview's over. Yes, it's over. So hi, Marla. <laughs> Thank you for joining hi, us. Hi, guys. How are you? I miss hi. your faces. I miss you, too. Oh, we miss you. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we don't see each other as regularly anymore since the end of Fuller House, True. which makes me very sad. We have to remedy this. We do. Right I know. And I feel like, Jody, you live like so close to me. I don't know how I have. I mean, I've run into you a couple of times at like sushi. That's but. true. Yeah. We'll run into each other like in the neighborhood sort of. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's so it's like it's like anything like you become an adult and you're like, we live so close. Oh, my gosh, I'll see you. And then four months later, you're like, hey, I still haven't seen you, but I'm going to we're we're going to do it eventually one of these years. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's well, And you have three kids now, right? So you've added a child. Yeah. Since we last saw you. <laughs> COVID was a funny time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
did some really silly things. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Like Monday morning comes and I am so tired. Like having oh. three kids Monday, like who, who would have thought that Monday is a vacation, but it comes mm-hmm. and I like send the other two to school and my wonderful nanny shows up and I'm like, Oh, I could get something done today. This is so exciting. Right. Hey, <laughs> how old are they now? So my oldest is about to turn 12. Okay. My mm-hmm. middle is almost nine. And then the the littlest one is going to be two on Tuesday. Not tomorrow, a week Whoa. from tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. And it's Harper. Not right? Harlow. Oh my goodness. Okay, because I get her name wrong. Every time I text you or talk to you or talk to Kim, our mutual friend, Kim Moffat, I'm always calling her Harlow for some reason. It's a great name. Like, Kim's like, who it's was, Harper. It was, uh, um, Somebody, some celebrity, I think Nicole Richie or something has a Harlow. She does have a Harlow. Um, yeah. So, my best friend has Harper, so I will remember that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. I, I love that name. I love Harlow too. I was saying to Andrea, it was on my list of Aww. names I liked. So it's a great name. Well, and what, what's it like going back to the beginning of parent or motherhood, parenthood, you know, with a brand new one? I will say the most amazing part of it is the first round for me, I don't know how you guys were with when your kids were little, but I don't know if I like enjoyed it as much. I couldn't wait for them to be out of like the baby stage. It was really hard for me. And I was like more of like a stressed out mom. And I know it's right, right. very surprising to everybody, Same. but Same. I was like, I just want to get them to five or I just want to get them right. to, you know, like preschool or whatever. Right. Potty um, trained. That's usually the potty. first step. Just, oh, let me that. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. check, check all these like milestones off the list. And I will say with Harper, I've been more, um, capable, like I, I enjoy it more, you know, cause I know everything is so finite. You know? Right. 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 You're like, I know how quickly they get to nine and 12, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like this newfound appreciation for that, like very small amount of time that they're little and, you know, you could put them in whatever clothes you want. They're agreeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can dress them up. Ridiculous little outfits. She's never once rolled her eyes at me like my tween, you know, so (laughs) enjoy it now. Yep. As we know, that is so short lived. Now you just got to get her to like Disneyland. I know that she's not a fan. So guess where we're taking her for her birthday. Oh, no, you're not. Everybody's like, you're so mean. I'm like, she has to get her shit together. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) it's like trauma exposure second birthday. What is... Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's happening? She just, she just doesn't she, like. Um, she's just not you know, a fan I, of, is it the of characters. Disney? Yeah, what, what? I think it's just stim- too much like overstimulation. And again, she's oh. in that phase where she doesn't want to be in her stroller. She wants to like walk. And Which is the, I, the worst thing at Disneyland because you're like you, but you can't. But there's all these things that you no. want to go walk and do. But if I let you down, you're going to get trampled by angry parents with strollers. You're going to yeah. wind up fifty feet away from me. Like I don't know what can yeah. happen. Yeah, it's. No, and I understand those parents that do the leash. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I I used to think that was so cruel. But now I'm like, I get it. Mm, she's kids. a runner. She, you know, will keep going. And you know that, like, lifeless thing they do when you try to put them right, in right, the, right. the, the limp like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Limp noodle, which is, I cannot. Um, so I like to do that when people try and pick me up, too. I just, just dead weight. <laughs> and, yeah, it makes it a lot harder. So if you're ever, you know, if someone ever grabs you, just dead weight. Good yeah, tip. you'll be great. Because mm. it does. It does yeah, make it really hard. Noodle. Yeah. So anyway, so we're taking her for her second birthday because I I booked like the princess breakfast and like who doesn't love like a Rapunzel breakfast, you know, like you got to, she's got to like that. I had one this morning. We're going to have to have a talk. Um, (laughs) She's at my house right now just for fun. I have Mescal dressed up as Rapunzel right now. It's straight. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) With the braid. 
<laughs> he's like, don't drag and me. How do your don't drag me into your crazy. <laughs> he's like, don't <laughs> mention me in your insanity. Yeah. Yeah. No, leave him out of your princess costume. <laughs> how are the older two with the youngest? Are they good big sisters? Are they helpful? Or are they just they rolling are. their eyes all the time? Um, you know, I would say they're helpful when they like, you know, Ellie and my older daughter, she you know, want something right now at like Sephora. So she's like, I'll babysit Harper for an hour. And I'm like, great. Ooh. Like, you know, cause right, I right, never right. put it on my kids that like they have to babysit. It's not, you know, their responsibility, right. but they like to work toward things and I like to honor that. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that, that's a win-win for everybody Truly involved. Everybody gets what Truly. they want. Yeah. No, they're great with her. Gosh. The two of them together is becoming a little bit, you know, Jody, how far apart are your girls? Uh, like two years, four months. So right now they're like, um, Zoe will be 16 in April and B is 13. So, um, they're like, yeah, 15 and 13 right now. And they just hang, now they hang out all the time. It used to be oh, that they were like ready to just kill each other. But now, now they like hang out and they're friends and. Okay. Um, so I have something, I have some hope. Yes, but then what happens is that they turn against you. So yes. right, so it's oh, no. yeah, they bond They'll over 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 destroying you or being like, oh my god, isn't mom crazy? Mom's crazy, no. right? And no. you're like, cool, cool. So like, you'll start like one of them will be saying something, and you start to reprimand, and then the other one now jumps in in defense of them, and you're like, wait, Absolutely. I thought you guys hated each other. No, now it's like, well, mom, you're being so strict, or then they just start <sighs> giggling at, like. They don't say anything, but they just look at each other and start laughing, and you know it's at you. There's a yeah. joke you're not right, in right, on. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I I look forward to this. Yeah. This sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said something to my daughter the other day. Like, she was, like, so annoyed at me about something that I just didn't feel like I deserved. And I'm like, do you know, do you know how lucky you are to have a mom that's, like, so cool? I'm sorry. Like, I right? am like, kind um, of awesome. Do I have that? Yes. I don't think I do. Yeah. <laughs> She's Ooh. like, no, actually, you're the worst. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah. If it's like my daughter, like all of her friends think I'm so right. cool and so great and they're so nice to me. And I'm yeah. like, look, Felicity, see, I am cool. Yeah. She's like, yeah, no, but the no, they're just being the grass nice is to always you for greener. no reason. The mo- you know, the mom is, yeah. the mom is always meaner at home. The- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> True. It's a, no matter what. This is, oh, <sighs> I'm actually the softie in my, my parenting journey. Like yeah. my husband's definitely mm. more like, I'm like, it's all right, dad, I'll talk to dad, you right. know? Like I like to throw him on the mm. under the bus. Like I don't want to be the one who everyone hates. You know, it's probably my people pleasing problem in life. So right, right, <laughs> we'll right. Yeah, it's relatable. Well, speaking of definitely speaking relatable. of being the one that everyone hates, um, ah. yeah. <laughs> but yet it's there is a, an an extreme love hate relationship with Gia. Oh yeah, that the fans I have find that. people love to hate Gia, mm-hmm. love to hate her, mm-hmm. and so I'm so excited about this girl talk reunion we're having oh. right now because I. <laughs> That was my original pitch for the name of this podcast was Girl Talk. Stop yeah, it. which that would have didn't been happen. So but um, cute. yeah, I know, I know. But we're having a Girl Talk moment right here. I think that's maybe more niche. That's what we. Yeah. That's what, why I we did. So we were too. like, oh my god, people will get it, and then we were like, well, some people will get it, and Not then other everybody. ones think we're playing that game from like the late eighties that where you great heard, game, right? but yeah, probably <laughs> Girl Talk was a great game. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Um, I seem to remember there being like a fake phone or something. 100%. It was like the most fun oh, at yeah. sleepovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also thinking Mall yes. Madness. Another great game. Great game. Oh, so yeah. Um, just training us to be consumers early. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the people like really, Gia, I think is, is one of the most like fan favorite characters. Hands down. Which is shocking. 
because, you know, she kind of came out real strong in the hatred department. Um, but I, I love the way it was written. Like a lot of times when people ask me, you know, did you know that you were going to be on, you know, for eight episodes or nine episodes or whatever? And I said, no, it was literally one. Right, episode. It was the one. It was the smoking mm. episode was the first one. Right. We didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Gia was not yeah, meant to be a friend. It was of, a. No, definitely not. And I don't I don't know how it happened, but I love that they kind of wrote her where she just effortlessly became your friend. And there wasn't ever any discussion about it. There was never like we should be friends. Like, actually, you are really mm-hmm. nice, Stephanie um, and, or Gia, whoever. Um, so I think that that's actually funny but that they it, but it's also great because they kept her like tough edge throughout the whole time. Right. But she was yeah. still likable. So I kind of think that's what people seem to relate to. I will say that, you know now that we're all so old and we've been doing this for so long. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it's okay. My back's got a pain in it. my back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get recognized for that the most out of anything I've ever done really? in 30 something years. Oh yeah. Wow. By a landslide. What do people say when they, do they st- talk about the cigarettes? Or they, like, what they, the but, thing, yeah, what I was like, do they ask they you for a cigarette? They're like, hey, can I bum one? Is that just all? <laughs> People yeah. do. Yes. People, not <laughs> can like, I have yes. a cigarette, but people like, uh, that is what they want to know all the time. Like, did you really smoke? Oh yeah. That's my question. Did, I mean, they weren't, obviously you weren't smoking real cigarettes. Oh, I hundred percent smoked. And I also remember you those did. cigarettes. The they, clo- were, like, they, were clo- they were clove cigarettes and we would go and steal them from the uh-huh. prop room. We would go and we would, we're actually being naughty. Oh God. 12 year old girls with like, yeah. And they're like clove cigarettes, which were also like, the emo version of, you know what I mean? It was like the like the goths and the cool kids all like smoked clove cigarettes because it wasn't, you know, whatever. Oh. It, it's still bad. It's not great for you. Actually, I think cloves inhaling oh. them are like really bad because right, it it's got some, or something. I don't know. Like I mean, fiberglass or something? None of it's great. It's Yeah, it's what? all, it's, yeah. none of it's great. Um, but anyway, we would go to the prop department and we'd be like, to, you know, mission impossible, wait for someone to like leave the prop room and then we'd like, <laughs> go over there and try and find the like, you know, the prop cart that had the clove cigarettes on it to steal uh-huh. them and go. And then we'd or go. I had them like in my pocket. I had like an army jacket and they were in my pocket and I would like tell the guy I already gave it to him. Yeah. Even though like I, I just took yeah, them. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> wow. Bad <laughs> girls. Bad 12, girls. 13 year old girls. That's what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we did. Uh, we did. That was, we did actually smoke those. Probably not. So what does it taste? Does it have a taste or a smell? A I've never smoked anything. So like, yeah, yeah. Clothes are like, it? it's like sweet clove smelling. Cloves smell nice. Cigarettes, not so as much. The, okay. They smell mm-hmm. But you still have to inhale well, a, 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 sub- clove, a substance. Well, you're not supposed to like inhale it as much, I believe. You just did the, and then blow it out, which is why they use it oh, okay. like sort of, from, you know, on camera and stuff because you don't have to inhale it as much. It's just more for the. Did you guys happen to see Maestro by any chance? I've like, not total seen it yet, no. No. He smokes in every frame of that movie, and it stressed me out so much. Wow. Like the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, "Gosh, right? this is intense." Anyway, yeah. the total change of subject, but just thinking of smoking on camera, it was so much smoking. Yeah. I just I want to ask him. I don't want to ask him anything other than like, "Were you okay? And yeah. How are you doing?" Let's give him a chest X-ray and right. make sure yeah, his exactly. lungs are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. 
Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So was Full House your first acting job or had you acted before that? Yeah, I had done commercials. I lived up in San Francisco and I did a bunch of commercials up there. And um, I think my mom had said like something along the lines of we can go to Los Angeles because my agent in San Francisco kept saying, you should take her to LA. I feel like she could, you know, have a career there. And my mom was very much not into it, Mm. but I begged her and begged her and she said, okay, you get one month go to pilot season, whatever this thing is. And I want to say like one of my first auditions was full house. Ooh. Do you remember so, the audition? Vividly. Or was, oh, you do. Oh gosh. T- tell us everything. Vividly. Oh yes. Tell us I want everything. Dish. It, I, everything. I actually just, I, I just recently told this story on a different podcast. Um, not a competing one guys. Don't worry. Just <laughs> a, a random podcast random. acting, asking me about Ooh, acting. I want names. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> has the episode come out yet? It, it'll never see the light of day. No. Never. <laughs> um, but I remember I went to the audition and, you know, the casting director was so nice and just said, you're so, I love this read, but you have such a sweet face and I know what they want. They want someone who's like, you know, more tough. And, and I said, I mean, this is like, you know, the, the balls of a 12 year old. I was like, I want to come back for the callback. I promise you, I will come back and I'll look different. And she, for whatever reason said, okay. And my mom and I went to the Salvation Army and I got a, that denim vest, which oh, I wound yeah. up wearing in the yes. episode. Yes. Oh yes. And um, like I had Doc Martens, I put those on and I came in character. And so when they came into the waiting room to get me, you know, she was like, Marla, I was like, what? Oh yes. And did, I was in character the whole time when I went into the room with Jeff Franklin and everybody. Methodia. Wow. Yeah. Like I, by the way, would never in my life do that today. <laughs> like ever. I would just be too worried to, that they would hate me or think that I was being like, you know, attitude-y. But, you know, you have different kind of confidence when you're younger. Yeah. You're not so, as self-aware at, at 12. So. No. But that no. is a bold choice. That I is incredibly that. bold and I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's so great. And you dressed the part and everything. And they ended yeah. up using your wardrobe, your actual wardrobe in the show. They used my wardrobe. Was it intimidating to go back in for the callback or did you feel like you you were like, oh, I, I don't remember. I, I remember it was the same day. Like okay. I think that, you know, let's say my mm. first audition was at like 10 a.m. And right. she's like, fine, come back at three. So it was like just kind of a whirlwind of, you know, the process. Um, and again, it was one episode. So I don't think it was something they put too much thought into. Right. You know, it was just like, okay, this girl works, bring her in. Um, but I was such a fan of the show, you guys, that mm. I think in my head, I, there was just no other option for me. Like I had to get this job oh. because, you know, like every other kid, you know, of that time, every Friday night I was there watching TGIF and I, I, it was so surreal to get the opportunity to actually audition for the show. Really? That's cool. That's right. I Cause that. a, a lot of the, a lot of the people were interviewing were started on Full House during the first season, so the show wasn't very well known. But you came oh. in in the later seasons, so the show right. already had quite a following. Um, it was the biggest thing. Aw. What was it like being on the set, like, with all of us? Like, we kind of were this established family, and we had our routines and our and our things. So what was that like coming onto the set with these people that already knew each other so well? I never felt I, – I've been a guest on a lot of shows – and granted, this was my first, but I can tell you looking back, I never felt like a guest. Like you oh. guys were so welcoming. And obviously like Jody and I were the same age and, you know, we were playing friends and we were friends and we hung out, which was so fun. Yeah. Um, but nobody from like top to the bottom made me feel like, oh, this girl's just, you know, a guest star. Like mm. everybody was so amazing. Um, and I told the story on my Instagram when Bob passed away you know, I remember one day it was like Friday before the taping and you guys were all going to Jerry's deli mm -hmm. and he's like, come on, let's go. You want to come? And Aww. I'm like, me? Okay. You know, it's Aww. just it's so exciting to like be able to do the fun yeah. cast stuff with you guys. Yeah. You were part of the family from day one. From Absolutely. cigarette number one, from, you were yeah. part of the family. <laughs> yeah. From smoke number one. Now, uh, I know there's also an interesting story that you have connected to Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. This because, blew my mind. I didn't know this. Yeah. Danielle Official, uh, you know, is one of the producers of this podcast as well. Is she? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Danielle and Jensen oh. uh, pr helped produce this podcast, too. And, awesome. Um, yeah, I love Danielle. And she, you know, started on Full House. 
mm-hmm. uh, did the guest appearance. So yeah, it's just like a fun, you know, small world. And then she and I mm-hmm. did an episode, I think, of Yes Dear or something together um, oh after goodness. Full House. Yeah, right. So it's it, it's fun. But I would love to hear the story of. Are we talking the Topanga story? The Topanga yes. story. Yes. If you don't yeah. mind sharing. Um, not at all. And honestly, when I think of that story now, you know, as actors, we always think like, I'm the best one for this part. Of course, I'm going to get it. But when I look back on every single job that I didn't get, I know exactly why I didn't get it and who was meant to get it, got it, you know? Right. So I feel like that's a perfect way to start this conversation. But it was me and her on the show. Neither one of us had the part of Topanga. We were both doing, you know, guest stars on the show. The original Topanga wound up getting fired after the table read. Um, And they said to us, you know, to me and Danielle, uh, it's going to be one of you two. (gasps) We're going to play Topanga. Pressure. So we're going to bring you guys to the network this afternoon. Um, Yeah. It was either this afternoon or the next day. And I feel like Danielle remembers the story a little bit better than I do. Cause she's like, I remember you had to go to the airport cause I was still living in San Francisco. So I like, you know, flew right to San Francisco for the weekend. Cause my parents were married and, um, yeah, they, they had us both, you know, kind of uh, not against each other, but essentially yeah, yes, right. competing for the, the same part. work. Right. Yeah. And she was so worried that I was going to hate her and I didn't, she Aww. was so great. And like, even now, like I've told the story a couple of times and people are like, are you, do you, uh, do you hate that you weren't Topanga? And I'm like, no, there was no other Topanga. I would have mm-hmm. been such a different Topanga. Like she nailed that role that was meant for her. Um, but yeah, it was really funny. I could have, I was a second away from being Topanga. Yeah. Wow. wow. What a different trajectory your, your career would have had. Right. True. Had you gotten yeah. this, was this post full, this was post full house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, kind of they, right around. It was, that's a they, great they didn't start airing until the nineties. So, Why well, we? so no, Sorry, there would have, I think there was maybe a little, there was some crossover. I think, I think it was, I think it was a like, it must have been at the same time. Yeah. Because I wasn't on Full House every episode. You right. Know? So I, I feel think like it was, it was like of... season seven or eight, maybe that they started. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember when they were on the air, but um, that sounds I right. I remember I did like, yeah, yeah I, I can't really remember. all about the same age and they started like what in their like middle school years, right? So I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. But you were still yeah. on the episode. I, I watched the clip where you're like, you're like putting a fish into a beaker. It's like a science class or something. It's a science thing. Okay. Yeah. And I don't remember what the episode was about <laughs> or what I was doing. Um, I just, I remember being there and I grew up with Ryder. I've known him forever. Aww. So that was another like really fun experience. I was going over your biography, getting ready for this interview. And I like, I just know you as Marla. You're our friend. You've been our friend forever. And I just, I didn't realize just how extensive your acting credits are. Like there's so many iconic shows that you were on. Um, I just, I'm going to name a few of them, not just full house, but the practice. Um, yeah, I remember Joey when Tribune. you got the practice, I was like, yay, Marla. I was so excited for you. Yes, My mom was, was like, so happy was, for watch you. it. Yeah, it was great. So the practice, um, friends, desperate housewives, seventh heaven, dude, where's my car party of five, <laughs> yeah. third rock from the sun, boy meets world, step-by-step home improvement. And then iconic films like sugar and spice, whatever it takes. And the babysitters club. What? Like Marla. <laughs> You are a huge star from the nineties. I had no idea. Like, like oh, talk I don't know about, about that, iconic. but I definitely, I was around. Yeah, yeah. I remember doing home improvement and step-by-step, like all in that same, like full house time period. Right. Like I really, 
I was just like really whoring it out. I mean, you were making the the 90s sitcom rounds, which is funny because like even like I hear there's like yes year. I'm like, we all like I did party five. I did yes. Like we all sort of in that, you know, if you were around that age and you were an auditioning actor, chances were you were going to sort of do the, you know, the do si do around Mm -hmm. and be on all of these people's shows. And that's why, like, it's such a weird little club that we're in of you know, all that we know all these people, you know, yeah. when like when Taj Maori was on the show and T and Tamara before they had their show, they'd come with him to set and that, you know, and it was like, so we got to know them and then they had sister, sister and their whole huge group. Like, yeah, just wow. these funny little intersections of, you know, all of us growing up together. Yeah, it is crazy. And I feel like I love that we're all and I don't know if it was like that time period, but there isn't anybody. I feel like we all get along so well. Like every time we're all together, right. you know, like Danielle Fischel and Natanya oh my gosh, yeah. and mm-hmm. that whole grouping of people. Like it's so nice to be reunited, you know, when we all go back to our normal lives, but then hang out and it's yeah. like no time has passed. Yeah. What was it like being on the set of Friends? You played Joey Tribbiani's pregnant sister, Dina, which mm-hmm. I remember this episode. I was so <laughs> impressed and starstruck. Um, you know, what's so funny is I got that job the same way I got, um, or, uh, Danielle got Topanga, the girl who originally was Dina got replaced after the table read and they brought five girls in and it was so stressful. And they had us all like sitting in the waiting room at Warner brothers. Right. Um, and they had to start that day because it, you know, it's a sitcom obviously. So she probably got fired on a Monday and now it's Tuesday and we got to get rehearsal. rehearsal. Oh wow. So they came into the waiting room and they were like, okay, girls, thank you all so much. Marla, would you mind just coming with us really quickly? And I have one of my best friends was one of those five girls. And to this day, she's always like, do you remember the friends audition? Remember the friends audition? Um, when they asked me to leave and you got to stay, like, she's not better. I don't know how that slipped my mind. I don't remember that at yeah. all. I thought <laughs> you were there. Really? Oh. Wow. God. I, uh, <laughs> no, that was just a fever dream. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. oh. But it was another surreal experience. First of all, it filmed on the same stage as you guys know. Yeah. Amazing. Stage 24. And it's magic. Stage 24. And I was also such a huge fan of the show. I had scenes with Jennifer Aniston. I don't think I even spoke to her because I was very starstruck and just wanted her to think I was like the easiest guest star has ever been on the show. So I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I blend into the wallpaper. I will perform my scene and then I will not be here. Right. Yeah. You're like, and then I will not bother you at all unless you want me to bother you, in which case I will bother you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember I saw Matt LeBlanc at like a charity event a couple of years after that. And he was like, Marla, what's going on? And again, I was like, me, Marla. Hi. How are you? So good to see you. I love that. You know me. That's so sweet. Oh. I noticed you had a really thick New York accent in the episode. Was that your idea or was that the director? No, that was, it it was a requirement for the job. I mean, when I look back on it now, I go, oh, if I would have had more time, I probably would have hired someone to help me with that, you know, but you just jump in and do it and hope for the best. Yeah, it be was from perfect. New York. Be British, whatever. And we just go, oh, like now? Okay, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's an, no no research necessary. Right. Just jump on in. Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> right. The joke has to work, right? Right. <laughs> so, out of all of these guest spots, besides the role of Gia, what was your favorite role to play? 
No, I wanted her show. to say that we were her favorite. But well, whatever. I mean, we, that's just a. I was, I was like, yeah. So, what's your favorite? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> no pressure. No pressure. We know no. it was Gia, but besides that, all right. Besides us being answer. the yeah. best, uh, oh, who God. came in second? I mean, <laughs> okay. So yes, obviously Gia for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say Friends. That was so Aww. surreal and so fun. And you know, those two shows, I don't think that they could rerun them more if they tried. I mean, mm-hmm. just that one episode of Friends. I swear is on every week. It's oh, yeah. crazy. Do you know that I've never seen an episode of Friends? I don't. I I, I want to smack her I know, every I'm time sorry. she says that. I'm Jody. sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. I know it hurts. So it hurts crazy. when she says that. I know. But you don't want to, or you just is it like because you know I've never seen Star Wars, and at this point I feel like I'm not going to start at 43. I'm not, it's a, not I'm dark not, enough for it's not dark enough. It's you know what I'm not a huge sitcom fan. I, ironically, I am not. <laughs> I, I know it's. I yeah like you literally played one of the most iconic sitcom characters. This is always ever. the thing. People, I mean, I'm like I know, and I just not my not my vibe. But I, I'll I'll yeah. That's really funny. My husband, when I met him, he wasn't a sitcom guy either. I'm sure he still isn't, but he had never seen Full House. And when people were always asking, "Oh, was your girlfriend Gia?" or we would be out in public, like, "Are you on Full House?" He's like, "I never saw this show. It must be really good." Aww. You're like, "Well, <laughs> it's popular." Yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, a few people watched it. Yeah, just, so just a couple. Just, just a, couple. a couple. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel, and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield a man who got his start at the school that I went to would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's let's go back to the, to the Girl Talk episode, the original oh, Girl Talk yes. episode. Where we created a band called Girl Talk. We our song, the one song that we sang was "I Saw the Sign" by Ace yep. of Base. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have and you you were the bass player? So had yeah. you played guitar before? Did you have to learn? Did you hate? Did you play guitar? Bass, guitar never bass, never bass. Okay. but I did play guitar, so it was fairly easy to kind of figure out what we were doing. Okay. Mm. Um, uh huh. I remember also those overalls that I wore in the rehearsal scene um, were also my personal. I got them at American Rag. I loved them so much. Uh, Um, Very big in the denim. They really liked your denim choices. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly. I was trying to really incorporate that into my character choices. Um, But that was so fun. And I I think that the Fuller House episode, Mm. the first one that I was on, like that was, that couldn't have been a better idea. Oh, yes. The the reuniting reuniting girl talk. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was so So satisfying. I I didn't know how to play guitar. So you were like, this was easy. I was like, I was like, oh God. But I had the, you know, in a matter of like three weeks, one of the rippers, Lanny Cordola, uh, who lived down in Orange County by us would come to my house like, two or three oh, evenings a week and teach, try and teach me how to play guitar. Um, wow. Which, bless his heart, he did as best as he could. I just was not a great guitar, but I could get through it, you know. But again, luckily we didn't yeah. have to be great. Um, yeah. Because no. I wasn't, but it was, yeah, it was fun. Good enough. Good make enough. It you make it, it was once good again. Enough. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was good enough. And well, and the girls weren't really focused on being good at their musical intru- instruments. You were more focused on the fashion and your, your outfits. So as um, one yeah. should be. Right. We did have, do you remember going and recording I Saw the Sign though? Because we had Gary Jeez. Griffin, the uh the the ripper, the ripper with the red hair. Okay. Um <laughs> with, yeah. Uh but he he was the one he did all like a lot of the music and stuff for the show. Okay. Along with um uh uh Jesse uh Frederick and Bennett Salve. And um, but he did he did the recording of I Saw the Sign. We had him on a couple weeks ago and he was oh. talking about how impressed he was with our ability to do I Saw the Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That's awesome. So, yay, yeah, I don't, that's a blur. I don't remember that at all. Um, I do remember um, the episode where we were in a car and we had to go to Griffith Park. Do yes, you remember that? With, with um, oh my gosh, who was Scott? Scott White. Scott White and um, who, who I still like follow on socials and stuff. And he, yeah, yeah. same. Um, yeah. And he does a ton of um, like voiceover animation stuff, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I forget who our other, the other person's name was, but I remember. I can see his face. I can see his face. That was so much fun. It was the, it was the episode so where we meet the boys and we go for the joyride 
and mm. we're like in, you know, in the backseat of a car. And I am like, I don't think we should do this. And Gia's like, bye, bitches, and takes <laughs> yeah. off. And, and like, grow up. Like, you're like, you're lame. And then, like, you nearly died in a car accident. So, oh, my goodness. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't but, great. Yeah. But that was, uh, I remember how much fun we had with that episode because it was scenes with like just the four of us and the best. they were, they were a little bit older too. I think they were like 16 maybe. And we were, I was yeah. like 13, but it was, we were still like, it was young people. And I was always like, yay. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. Step every time friends. I drive by Griffith park and that little area where we were going up yeah. and down, I'm like, I think about it every single time. Oh, mm-hmm. so but fun. I would say that's the, it's an episode I get asked about a lot because mm-hmm. it was kind of like, you know, it's a very special episode. Right. A very, right, right, oh. right. Don't get in the car with strangers. Don't do that. Oh, that's yeah. a stupid idea. That one, and then the other one that sticks out in my mind as to being the most stressful thing I've ever done, which I'm sure Jody will agree, was Ooh. the makeout party. Oh, I don't even you remember, remember the, makeout? the makeout party. I have blocked it from my brain. You got to watch the makeout party. Oh, we're going I, to. We're we're going to get there. We're going to get through all the episodes. So that's the thing too. Like, there's some that I haven't even. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about the makeout party. So you and I had never kissed a guy before. Like we were maybe right. a peck, but like a makeout. And, mm. you know, obviously we were so wholesome. We weren't going to make out parties. Um, <laughs> and. Right. No, God, Danny no. Danny comes to never the house. Would Remember do he was something dead. like that. Just terrible behavior. No, <laughs> never, I don't think. Makeout parties, I don't think were a thing. It wasn't like, like you just, what you had like a party and then everyone started and making then out. Because it, was, yeah, it wasn't you were in, like, like a specific. Eighth grade and everyone was just a walking hormone. Right, right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Danny was dating my mom. Right. right. Oh my God. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that Danny dated Gia's mom. And you lied, of course, about where you were. And then she came home and Story I'm making out on the couch. There's people just making out everywhere. Ooh. And I, it was very stressful. So stressful. Oh, Whew. yeah. Glad that's over. Was that your first... Uh, was that your first on-screen kiss? Or first kiss and your in first general. real life kiss? Or yeah, I think I had like maybe... Love. You know, one of those right, kind of right, right, and it was a pet, and there's but, nothing more awkward than on-screen kissing anyway, even as an adult, because you're like, mm, it's just weird. We literally, yeah. still it's, hate it so much, right? Uh. And um, yeah, and doing it as a kid, I I think Rusty was my first little mm-hmm. kiss. One of the the okay. episode where, and I take a bite of the onion, and then I and then I kiss him. I think that was my first one. <gasps> you took a bite of an onion. That's right. And, yeah, and I kissed him on the like a New Year's episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, that again yes. was like, I think that was my first like lip to lip interaction. It is stressful. And then the fact that your parents are. That's y- really what it was. I was like, oh my God, my mom stands in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Like, could it be more mortifying? You're kissing in front of 200 strangers and your parents. It, like, come on. And you have to do it over and over again, too. Over it all week. Yeah. No, it was. I, I feel like it was last week. It was so stressed out about it. I hated that episode. <laughs> have you kissed a boy yet? I mean, I know you have three I'm, kids, but listen, I'm, I'm still working, <laughs> through, still working it. through it. Still working through it. Still working through it. Right, right, right. I have children, <laughs> but I no, no, that's not bad. <laughs> now, what about this episode where you guys wore crop tops? Was that stressful to wear crop tops at the time? Do you cringe Man. when you watch it now? Cringe! I'd kill for those abs. <laughs> like we have kill. no idea. Literally, would just like murder for if to just so freely wear a crop top yeah. without being like, no biggie. you know, or like doing a thousand sit-ups before you, just, hey. I do remember reading it though. Like, cause you know, you're really? in that awkward phase of like you're right. 12 or 13 and like your right? boobs are growing. Yeah, and everything just, like, feels Ugh. weird. Right. But when yeah. I look at pictures now, I'm like, 
Wow. Who knew? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mm. a good time to be alive. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would never now do that. Yeah, I do. I do remember the crop tops though, because that was like, it was, that was adventurous for, for Full Mm -hmm. House. I always, I did Mm -hmm. love that Steph got to be kind of the boundary pusher a little bit on, you know what I mean? As far as the the three girls, she was the one that, you know, was kind of getting into a little bit of trouble and stuff, but it was fun. And it, it was, it made for some great, very special episodes. I mean, and even think about the smoking, like that would never pass today. You won't see that on any sitcom. Kids smoking? Yeah. Maybe it's always think? sunny, but that's <laughs> no, but that's right. not, not but a family not like show. a wholesome family show. That's I just true. don't think that would be passing yeah. any right. sort of, you know, uh, Q, Q. What is it called? I don't know. Uh, Standards and S and P standards and practices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't pass that. So I don't know. I just think it's quite shocking. Yeah. I mean, we were running around in crop tops, smoking cigarettes, getting in cars with boys. What were we doing? Look at us. Going to makeout parties. Yeah. Ridiculous. Gia was a lesson in what not to do. Like she was like, (laughs) you were, you, your character existed to create like this moral code on full house of, of yeah. the, all the things. Although a lot of people are like, your character got me to smoke. But why did she make it looks like so much fun? I, yeah. But she made it look so good. You know, glamorized it. It's yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk and probably sing and, and fake playing guitar with Marla all day long. But since there's so much ground to cover, we had to break this episode into two <laughs> parts for all of you. So thank you so much for listening to part one with Marla Sokoloff and join us tomorrow for part two. And if you guys want to follow us on social media, make sure and check out at How Rude Podcast. You can also send us an email with questions, uh, with answers, because I'm sure we've probably gotten some things wrong uh, on, on some of the trivia of the show. Uh, and we'd also love to hear your questions so uh, we can ask answer them in some of our uh, mini-sodes. Anyway, uh, email us at howrudepodcast at gmail.com and we will see you next time for more fun on How Rude Tanneritos. And remember everyone, the world is small but the house is full. You saw, I hesitated. You saw me though. I was like, ah, but I did it. You yep. have to come up with another, another I, I, I saw it in your face. I saw it. You were like, um, But you did it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.